Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Making Connections, the podcast for the small business community. Featuring our hosts, Yakov Elazarov of Elazarov Consulting Group and Daryl Presley of Presley Media Group. We are here again on another podcast show. I'm really excited about this one because we're going to do something different than the first two. Yes, Daryl, we're going to follow through on our promise to That's bring right. exciting guests and to share knowledge uh, with uh, different types of information that can be useful for small business owners. And today we have uh, Michelle Emerson, a CEO of Harmony Business Solutions out of Stafford, Virginia, joining us by phone. All right. Uh, Harmony Business Solutions is a partner of PMG and ECG, and we are super excited to have Michelle uh, uh, on our show today. Welcome. Hello, Michelle. Welcome, Michelle. Well, hello, Daryl and Yakov. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it is a pleasure to be here. I have a special place in my heart for small businesses. Um, definitely a passion. I've been um, in the financial industry for over 20 years, um, working with small businesses as an accounting, tax, and financial strategist. So I've seen a lot, um, met many wonderful small business owners, and so I am excited to just drop some nuggets about ways to help small business um, small businesses financially. Okay, tell us a little bit specifics about what you do with your company. Well, basically, for the past 15 years, um, we've been providing services to small businesses and individuals regarding everything financially related. So we're talking bookkeeping, tax planning, tax preparation, um, DCA compliance, proposal pricing, and audit facilitation for government contractors, nonprofit accounting, um, individual and business financial and wealth building strategies, asset protection, and overall consulting. Wow. So basically everything having to do with money. Wow. <laughs> and that's excellent because one of the things that we were just talking about was with the great resignation, with everything that's happening with the economy, there could be people who are sitting out listening today thinking, man, I want to start my own business, but they don't know the first thing about how to actually start. So this is a great way to introduce to people who are thinking right now, I want to start my own business. Michelle, what are the first steps thing, and the first things that people need to think about if they're interested in starting their own business? Wow, that is such a great observation, Daryl. I've noticed the same thing. Okay, okay. Um, and so I would say step one, um, just to get structured correctly, is your first step. Um, so you need an EIN number, which you can obtain through irs.gov. That's the IRS's website. Okay. Um, to get an EIN number. Um, and then you also need to know what local regulations are for your state and for your county. Um, so some counties, you have to have an actual business license. Others, you just have to have a fictitious name certificate. So you need to do a little research and just find out those little specific things you need for your um, county. And then you just have to decide how you want to structure your business. Okay. And, and Michelle, what do you mean by that in terms of structuring the business? Well, one of the things I've noticed um, is that, you know, people are starting their businesses, having their side hustle. Um, and so when you hear about anybody starting a business, they're, all, they're always like, oh, I got to go start an LLC. Mm. You know, so an LLC right. is simply one of the business structures, one of the ways that you can structure your business. Mm-hmm. And it just stands for a limited liability um, company. 
which um, I'm not saying it's a bad idea to be an LLC. You know, it's good that it provides you with limited liability protection, meaning that if something happens, someone can't come after you personally or go after your personal assets. They can only go after the business. So it is great protection. Okay, understood. But what would you suggest? What would be some other uh, type of structures that they would need to look into as they progress? Well, when your business starts to make some money, I would say at least um, about fifty thousand in net income for the year, it's time to look at structuring as an S corporation. Okay. okay. And what would be the difference with S corporation, Michelle? And so, um, first, let's see what what is an S corporation. So, an S corporation stands for a small business corporation. Hmm. Um, and number one benefit and difference that you have from being just a sole proprietor or LLC is that you're less likely to be audited by the IRS when organized as an S corporation. Understood. That's important. And so right, to me, right. yeah, that, that's that's big right there for starters. You know, so you're out, you know, you're not in the IRS's crosshairs as much if you're an S corporation. Um, number two, you get a better tax benefit being an S corporation. Mm. So I'm sure everybody wants to keep <laughs> that right. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, the name of the game is not how much money you make, but how much money you keep. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. a good observation yeah. as well, Michelle. <laughs> okay. Well, in and knowing so your I numbers, I think that, you know, uh, understanding and knowing your numbers then is very important. Right, Michelle? Yes, definitely. Definitely. How would yeah, you so talk about, you know, with S Corp and, you know, and, and how, uh, how small business owners have the ability to structure their businesses? What could you tell them about, you know, the necessity of actually budgeting and bookkeeping and right. how to? Well, that is an awesome, awesome question. Another question. You guys are just full of good, good questions today. <laughs> Thank <right>. you. Right. <laughs> We're on point. <laughs> and I would say that most small business owners don't realize that their financial picture or their financial statements is really the blueprint to their company's success. They basically show you where your company has been, that would be your past or your prior year financial statements, where it is right now, that's what your current financial statements are, and then where and the path to get to how you're going. And that will be like your budgeted financial statements. Um, and so then the question is, well, how do I produce a financial picture? Mm. Well, good question. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I recommend first um, having a small business-friendly accounting software such as QuickBooks. And I'm not advertising or promoting um, QuickBooks or anything, but right. that is the software that I use for most of my small businesses. Understood. Just because it is very, um, it's very small business-friendly. Okay. Um, but I would say with that, after you get the software, the software is not going to do it for you. So you kind of have to have a little bit of knowledge and thought process to how you want to track your numbers, basically. That's what accounting is. It's about tracking something and then producing a, a report at the end that shows what you've tracked. So the first thing is, you know, you think about a business. What is it that we're making? We're making money, right? We're making income or revenue, as we call it in the accounting world. <laughs> um, so you want to make sure you know and are able to classify how your company actually makes money. And so what do I mean by that? So if you offer services... What are those different services? You want to track, you know, say for me example, if I'm doing bookkeeping versus taxes versus financial planning, I want to track the money I make from each of those services segments so I know what's doing better than the next thing. 
Uh Um, And if you have products, of course, you want to list each product and know how much each product is making you. You know, so if you have a product that's making you $10 versus a product that's making you $10,000, which one do you want to kind of make sure that you're focusing on to sell more? Mm. (laughs) That makes sense. That's just something to think about. You know, a lot of times I will find people who have, um, you know, they're tracking their numbers with just the word revenue or sales or income. That just does not give you enough detail into how, what's really making your company money. So when you go back and look at how do we do for the year, all you have is one main number. Oh, we made $1,000, but you didn't know what made that $1,000. Wow. I, I bet our listeners are going to have a lot more follow-up questions in this area as right, well. Right, right. Uh, one of the other questions that we wanted to ask you about is regarding employee benefits, right, Daryl? Yeah, so let's transition now from numbers to really talk about people and how do you take care of your people, your employees? You've been able to scale and now you're bringing in employees. How do you help to serve them and provide them with the benefits that they need? Mm, that is another good question that I get all of the time um, because you know, just going back to tracking your numbers, one of the biggest expenses once you start to grow will be your employees. Right. You know, so the labor that it takes you to run your business, that's like a direct cost of operating your business. And so you really have to think about how much does an employee actually cost me as a business owner? It's not just their salary, it's their payroll taxes. Um, It's the benefit that you provide to them. So when you're thinking about employee benefits, you want things that are low cost, but also high value for your employees, you know, because once you get somebody good, you want to make sure you keep them, right? Right, right. You know, and so one of the things that makes you competitive is having a good benefits package. Um, And so one of the things that I find that a lot of business owners don't kind of put a number to is on vacation, vacation Mm. and sick time. When you think about like, oh, I'm going to give everybody, say, I want to be generous and give everybody, everybody a month of vacation per year. You have to think about the fact that a month of vacation as a cost to you as a business owner means that for every hour that you're giving them, you're paying their hourly rate. You know, so for example, let's say I pay you $100 an hour and I give you um, $50, uh, I mean, 50 hours of vacation time for the year. So what does that equal that I'm actually having to pay you? Wow. Right. You know, and it kind of just, you know, a lot of times I think business owners don't think about that. You know, what the cost to giving out um, vacation time really costs them. Um, But then also you have the health benefits. And there are a lot of good um, small business health benefit providers where you can get affordable health insurance for your employees. Um, and so we actually have strategic partners from Harmony Business Solutions that we work with in order to give small business owners the best package for their employees so they can actually, you know, maybe pay for a portion of the health benefits, but, you know, and the employees pay for a portion, but it's not breaking the bank on either side. You know, and then we also have like a ton of options. So employees have options, you know, people, employees like to have options. You know, I find that, you know, they don't want to just be told what to have and what to be provided, but they want to have options they can choose from, but they want to have affordable options. You know, so that's thing number two. Um, Number three, having some type of retirement planning structure is important to employees. You know, and so you want to look for a 401k plan that has low fees and maybe that is um, automated. So you as as the employer 
aren't trying to say educate your employer employees on what to choose as a 401k plan and still trying to run your business you know so that's kind of one of the ways that we service our small business clients is that we act as a financial servicing planning guide and so we're the ones who will step in and um, kind of educate the employees on how to govern their 401k plans and other ways that they can save for their retirements, especially in the way that the economy is going today. Um, so those are just, just a few things as far as employee retention um, things that you can use to keep your good employees and also provide good benefits at low cost. That is really unbelievable and insightful information. I think right. it's very valuable. And frankly, I've seen you uh, perform your magic in, in uh, firsthand. Um, so I, I see the value in what you provide and how you help small business owners actually open up uh, their understanding and expand their understanding of financial strategies, both internal and external. Right. Um, and, you know, as a follow up to that, actually, you know, you talked a little bit about tax strategies and how they uh, can affect uh, uh, based on different type of a structures of actually the business being registered in a different way. But what are, what are uh, some of the other tax strategies that small businesses, uh, small business owners may need to think about as they move forward? Yes, and I'm sure you just touched on the topic that everybody was waiting for me to talk about. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> that's normally like the top question that I will get from um, small business owners, um, even just friends or, you know, people who I'm just talking to on the street, you know, how can I pay less taxes? Um, but one of the things I want you to think about as a small business owner, even just as a person, um, you think about how are we taxed? There's only three ways that we're taxed. We're taxed now, we're taxed later, or we're taxed never. Mm. And so really with a small business owner, I'm like, there are ways that you can reduce your taxes now, currently. And that's kind of like, you know, you want to think about every expense or every purchase that you make in life, in whatever. How can I make this related to my business? You know, so for example, um, as a business owner, now part of my home can be a deduction. As a business owner, the things I eat can be a deduction. As a business owner, if I travel and I go to a conference that's related to my business, you know, now it's a deduction. You know, so you kind of have to just reframe, reframe your, or reset your mindset to kind of think about in my day-to-day life, I have to think about how to connect what I do to my business to make it a tax deduction. Um, But then the second bucket is tax later. So, you know, you think about a lot of times um, people like the 401k or um, people put uh, business owners put money away in an IRA because you get to defer that tax. So you get a deduction now today on your income statement. But what you don't realize is that it's just deferred to where you're going to be taxed later. It's not that you don't have to pay taxes, you know, and so kind of the problem with that of being taxed later is let's say you put something away in your 401k today you say you put a thousand dollars today and so you defer paying taxes on that a thousand dollars but now years from now that money grows to be a hundred thousand dollars so now you just deferred paying taxes on a thousand dollars but now you have to pay taxes on a hundred thousand dollars right so does that sound good (laughs) to you You know, so it's kind of like you're deferring your your tax liability just to a future date. And I think about everything that's happening in the world today. What do you think, you know, with all the money that we're paying, the government's paying for the CARES Act and different ways to spur the economy? 
do you think taxes are going to be higher now or going to be higher in the future? Of course, in right. the future. Right. Yeah. In That's the future, a great somebody's point. going to have to pay for all the money that we're printing, <laughs> you know, and how are they going to, um, you know, get that money back? through taxes, unfortunately. And so it's kind of like as small business owners, we have to think about and hedge for planning so that we're not paying more taxes in the future. So some of those ways are through the plans that you can put money away. You pay your taxes now, you know, on whatever, whatever that is, but you put money in a Roth IRA, I'm sure you've heard of. Right. Um, and everything in that grows tax-free. So now that $100,000 that you pull out years later is completely tax-free. But the problem with the Roth IRA, of course, is that it's limited to just being able to put away $6,000 a year or $7,000 if you have a catch-up contribution. But small business owners, through benefit planning, you can actually have a 401k plan and do a Roth 401k. A Roth 401k will allow you to put away $19,500 a year and then $6,500 as a catch-up contribution if you're over the age of 55 which amounts to a whopping 26000 in a contribution that you can make through your 401k as a Roth 401k. So well, that's again, a huge difference. There's wow. a tax saving later. Right. Also, there's this, uh, the, what's called the SEP IRA or self-employment IRA. And that allows you to put away $61,000 um, or the lesser of 61000 or 25% of your income in a retirement vehicle. Now that's that's a bigger number right there with the SEP IRA. And you can only do that if you organize as an S corporation because you have to be an employee of your business. That's very um, another another big thing um, with employee benefits is one of my favorites, um, the executive bonus program. Again, you have to be an S corporation to be an actually executive employee of your business. Okay. And so as a small business owner, you know, when you start out, you're your only employee a lot of times, you know, so being your only employee, you can pay yourself those employee benefits. And so an executive benefit program or bonus program allows you to pay yourself a bonus, take it as a deduction for your company. You put that bonus into a cash value life insurance policy. That policy will grow tax-free over the years. You can access it while you're living by taking a loan from your policy and you get the deduction from your business and you can even have your business to pay the taxes and take a deduction for what you would be taxed on you individually. And so it's like a win, win, win. So you get the tax deduction for the business, you get a benefit for yourself and then all your money grows tax-free and you have a death benefit when you pass away to pass on to your family. And so it's win, win, win. Michelle, this is amazing, amazing. information. <laughs> I, I bet our listeners are glued right now to their speakers and would like to learn more. Um, so, if, if you know, uh, it's safe to say that uh, all of these services that you're talking about, uh, this is something that we can provide to small business owners through our collaboration. Uh, so they can contact us if they would like to learn more. Is that correct? Oh, definitely, definitely. I have so many more um, small business just tax strategies just waiting to be shared. Yeah. I think you wanted to Everybody share on the small business credit as well, but we're running out of time today. So we're going to have to do another podcast with you, Michelle, as a guest is to continue this discussion on further topics that some of our audience can put uh, uh, can send us in the question. So if you have any additional questions, audience, please contact us. You can send it to info at ecgdc.com. 
Daryl, take us away. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another amazing podcast, and we look forward to another one. We're going to do this again, right? Absolutely. Right. More more uh, great and exciting guests, and uh, information is going to be shared and coming up. We're going to keep you guys entertained. One, two, three, Thank you for joining us for another episode of Making Connections. To learn more about our hosts and their companies, visit ecgdc.com or presleymediagroup.com. You can also follow us on social media.